When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. Wanted to share an article with you guys talking about the supply chain breakdown and then the reestablishment of this supply chain and what can happen over the course of the next year or two. Now, I have a feeling that a lot of what has taken place inside of the lumber industry is going to take place throughout the rest of the economy, meaning that we came up in short supply. The demand for the lumber went through the roof. The prices followed right behind that, and then we had an inventory buildup. Now that we have the inventory building up, the prices of lumber are dropping, and they're dropping dramatically. In fact, if you go and you look at pressure treated, I'm starting to get a, a lot of reports from people saying that the pressure treated lumber that they are buying is now less than the standard and better duck fur that they are buying. Now, that's not the case for me yet. I haven't seen that one yet, but people are, ta- are starting to tell me that. And it's not a surprise to me. Now, a lot of people don't realize it, but like treatment companies... J- are not necessarily, but generally are going to be the first people to get their hands on the lumber because they need it to treat it and then send it out. So they are buying lots of product ahead of time to meet demand. Last year, pressure treated lumber was non-existent. It disappeared. Like it was very difficult to find treated lumber anywhere, especially four by fours, two by sixes, two by eights. Like the things that you would need to build decks and fences with were very difficult to source out. Now, if you are a treatment company and you are out of stock, like you cannot supply all the people who are demanding that lumber, you start seeing a lot of orders coming in. And those orders are generally a lot bigger than what the customers truly want. If you can't get four by fours, like typically you can order a couple of four by fours every week, you know, order them twice a week, you know? So if you have a unit and it depletes, you just order another unit. But you'll go to order a unit and you can't get it and they tell you, well, I'm sorry, it's going to be two weeks out. Well, the next time you go to do an order, you're going to order three or four units because you're having difficulty sourcing it out. You don't want to run out. So you order more than what you would typically want to have on hand. This same scenario happens throughout the rest of the industry. When that takes place, all of a sudden, all the mills and all the distributors and everybody out there is looking and saying, oh my gosh, look at all these orders that we have for all this lumber. There is a huge demand for it. We need to start producing a lot more of this stuff. And that's exactly what started happening. Well, after the inventory starts to build from all these people with all this demand, they're saying, well, yeah, now that we got our inventory and we really didn't need four units, we really only want one unit. So maybe we'll take the four units, but we're not going to be ordering anymore for quite some time until we can run through all this stock. And then pretty soon, the back stock and the piling up of backlog of inventory starts to fill and then production starts to slow down until that inventory level can drop. And now that's the case that I feel is going to take place throughout the rest of the industry, rest of the economy. And it's not going to happen in like all products at the same time. I mean, it happened in lumber and you're going to find that it might happen in, you know, some other product a year from now. 
it's going to take a while to transition through all that stuff. That's why they keep calling it transitory. It's because that's what's going on. When you stop manufacturing and then there's a huge demand for that product, you are going to have a disruption. The supply and demand is going to start kicking in and the prices are going to go through the roof. Now, a lot of people wanted to blame that on inflation. They wanted to say that it was destruction of the dollar. All you had to do was just point at the Federal Reserve's printing and the prices going up and they go hand in hand with one another. A lot of people looked at that and said that was the case. I didn't. I held to my guns the entire time saying, I don't know. I, I mean, I admit it. I don't know what's going on in the rest of the industries out there. I'm just focusing in on lumber. And if lumber is any indication of what's going on in the economy, then I can tell you now that it was a supply chain breakdown, inventory depletion, demand for product that wasn't there, and a rising of the inventory levels that has brought, brought lumber back down to, I wouldn't say normal, but normal-ish price. And that's going to take place throughout the rest of the industry. I know it is throughout the rest of the economy. I can see it happening. There's going to be some products that won't, but many products are going to come back to availability. The prices are going to come down. And in fact, they're going to be such a inventory rise of a lot of these things that you're going to find that the prices are going to drop down, maybe even to where they were before or even less. It could happen, especially if we start running into like a recession in which that people are losing their jobs or all the help wanted signs disappear and people are not employed yet we could find ourselves in a in a position in which that the demand for these products is just not there but the inventory levels are quite high that is a very real possibility coming into the future a lot of people just don't see that at all that's the reason why i'm putting that article down there in the description for you guys is to let you you know to show you guys there is stuff taking place out there like the container issue okay think about this containers are extremely difficult to source out they're very um, expensive to ship. And there is a huge demand for them. They are not not making these things. Okay? They are going to build more. And when they start building more and start pushing those things out into the system and they start getting used and start traveling around, they're going to realize that the transferring of these boxes, these shipping containers, these, you know, what you see on freight liners traveling, you know, down the interstates, when they realize that these shipping containers, once the trucking starts moving again, starts flowing easily through the nation, that they're going to end up with a lot more than they really need. The demand for them is high right now, but that's because they don't ship throughout the nations very easily with the lack of truck trucking available out there. So think about it. These things are stuck in places that they shouldn't be. So they're man manufacturing more of them. Once everything frees up, there's going to be a lot more of these things in the system than they had before this whole events started taking place. That's going to make shipping those things a lot cheaper than it is today. You know, these are the things that I think about. It's the bullwhip effect. I mean, we've talked about this just recently in some of the past videos where short movements in demand can really cause a huge fluctuation in the distribution networks, the production, you know, systems, everything that is out there recognizes and sees orders that may not be very accurate. And that's what I have a feeling is going to happen. I mean, I know I keep repeating myself here, but that's that's what I see. And the more time goes on, the more these things are starting to prove themselves to be the case. You know, give us some time and we're going to see plywood come back down. I mean, right now we got half inch CDX selling at like $66 a sheet. 
But from the things that I'm reading, from the things that I'm seeing, that we're finding the lead times are shortening up and the deals are coming into play. You know, buy an entire truckload, you get a few, you know, get a couple hundred off per thousand. That's, that's starting to take place a lot more. And the more it happens, the, the easier it is for people to have a, you know, have access to a lot of these, a lot of these goods and services at a better price. The only problem that I see with it is, is that a lot of people, as this event starts to come, are not going to be employed. They didn't take advantage of the idea that there was a lot of help wanted signs out there right now. By the time they go to look for a job, all those signs will be gone. I don't know what to say, but that's what I see. You know, the eviction moratorium is ending. The, you know... Things like, I'm trying not to, to get into the fear-mongering thing because I don't want to be the fear-monger, but with the eviction moratoriums coming up, with the food crisis that I see taking place, with the lack of people really wanting to work, we're heading into some pretty difficult times here. There's going to be a lot of people who are caught off guard on this, that they thought that the government would be there to help them out throughout the, you know, forever, I guess, thinking that, you know, for the last year that this sort of thing can continue. They didn't prepare themselves or get ready to deal with the fact that the government wasn't going to be there with more stimulus checks or preventing them from being evicted. Um, I just don't, I just don't see how, how it is that, um, that's not going to have an impact on the economy. I don't know exactly to what extent yet, but it's going to happen. It's, it's going to have an issue. I have also a feeling that once people start getting evicted because they couldn't pay their rent, they're going to show up for work. They're going to start taking those jobs. And I have a feeling that they're probably going to get filled fairly quickly and then they won't be available. And then we'll start seeing the real problems. Right. Uneducated economist. Uh, come by for bingo tonight. I'm going to do bingo. I'll do the live feeds. I'm going to go throw my phone on the charger right now. So hopefully we'll have a full charge. But bingo starts at 6.30, 6.45 um, Pacific time. So over here on the West Coast. And it'll go for a couple of hours. And I'll just do the live stream. I'm not going to upload the videos. I'm just going to do the live stream and, and just that. So if you guys want to hang out with me tonight, come back over to the channel around 6.30 quarter to seven and hang out with us while we do bingo. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.